Welcome to It's All Poop and Plastic with Seema. Let's talk about expectations. Expectations. I used to say expectations are the death of love. And now it may even be the corrosion of one's psyche. Given the resources that I have and given where I live and the lack of real economic stressors I believe has raised my expectations to a point where it's possible that my expectations have eroded my ability to be joyous. And I and I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about this in in terms of those oh who was it Bergman uh those Swedish films where everybody is just so I don't know depressed and uh filled with self-loathing and but they're all gorgeous and they're all living very comfortably. And maybe that is exactly what I'm experiencing. Because when I was in my 20s, for sure, my life was not fantastic. But I remember laughing and I remember going out and experiencing things. Not to say that I'm not experiencing things now, but I uh, there's a lot of space in between one experience and the next. Uh, there's not a lot of stuff that goes on with each of my days. And perhaps there wasn't at that time either, but definitely there was a different edge to my existence. And maybe that's it. You know, you look at you look at animals cats and dogs and even the wild animals like squirrels or chipmunks or whatever I can normally get to see 
rabbits. And um, every day is maybe not so much for pets, but for the outside animals. Uh, Every day is a struggle just to have enough to eat, I suppose. And yet they don't um, they don't give off this this um, dreaded feeling. Even when they're sick, or even when they're dying, uh, we did have a, a homestay. Um, this young gentleman from Japan stayed with us a couple of years ago. And he... Um, anyway, I saw this uh, raccoon outside and uh, showed it to him. And then he, uh, you know, was quite happy to see it. Because from where he... Um, lives in Japan. Raccoons just don't walk around outside. And so he went out there and then he started touching the raccoon and I ran out and said, don't do that. (laughs) Uh, Because I was afraid that the raccoon would attack him. But we've, the both of us, uh, like, or we both discovered at the same time that the raccoon was quite ill. Um, the, The raccoon's paws were, um, frozen and um, uh, one of one of the raccoon's eyes was quite damaged and it seemed as though the raccoon you know I don't want to attribute a lot of human human qualities onto the raccoon but it seemed as though the raccoon was um, out there, maybe not looking for help, but maybe I felt as though not wanting to die alone. And even in th- in that, the best word that I can that I can come up with is that tenderness. There was a real tender quality, but it wasn't sad. It wasn't a depressed, dreaded feeling. There was just a a tender life moment. And uh, a few, a few months ago now, I I think um, someone I'm acquainted with reached out to me and told me about um, a dog that I knew quite well. Um, the dog uh, I I I would see um, that dog daily because I was going to a yoga studio that had um, and the, the the two owners had a dog and uh, you know I would pet her and uh, 
you know, I hadn't seen her for a while, and she, like, run up to me, and, uh, I loved her very much, and, uh, I was told that she was dying, and even in her extremely difficult life, uh, she had been rescued from a, uh, breeding, a breeding mill, and, uh, I don't know how many litters of puppies were taken from her, yet she just, um, exuded this this tender innocent loving I don't know, essence best way I can put it uh, and uh, her owner had had had, had said that uh, even towards the end she was just very quiet and uh, just stopped eating. It was just so graceful. And sweet. It's... It's my hope that I haven't uh, gone the way of the Swedish movie. And uh, entered into a melodramatic and I mean, we'll see, we'll see how it goes for me but I would uh, I would like for that not to be the case I would like for something tender to be my epitaph Till next time.